Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. This is Bloomberg Crypto, a daily Bloomberg iHeart podcast. And I'm Anne Herrera, Bloomberg Senior Crypto Editor, in today for Stacey Marie Ishmael. It's Monday, October 10th. crypto atmosphere and the subsequent downturn in trading has had a domino effect for people who work in the sector. In the wake of plummeting prices, a flurry of crypto firms reduced their numbers with significant layoffs. Coinbase announced an 18% reduction of its workforce. BlockFi cut their headcount by 20% and Crypto.com by 5%. So suddenly you've got a very skilled workforce, redundant, looking for new jobs in markets where like blockchain capability can be in very high demand. So what happens to these former crypto employees? Banks were actually finding it quite difficult. Incumbents were finding it a bit tough to get some of this talent in the last six to nine months. An increasing number of them are getting snatched up by traditional finance firms, or TradFi. The skills that these talented engineers and developers have accumulated is now very much in demand with TradFi firms who want to explore the crypto space and experiment with blockchain technologies. Today, I'm joined by Bloomberg reporters Will Shaw and Aisha Ghani. I'm William Shaw. I cover finance for Bloomberg in London. I'm Aisha Ghani. I'm the fintech reporter for Bloomberg News in London. To explore why TradFi institutions are swooping in for laid-off DeFi experts. Hi, Will and Aisha. Nice of you to join us. So you guys worked on a story about what's going on with crypto workers and what is actually happening. There were lots of firings. What what did we find out? Who wants to start? Will? So yeah, as as everyone knows, like crypto has been has been really crashing this year. Lots of like major uh, companies working in that area have been like beefing up their staff very rapidly prior to the market meltdown. Um, once prices started falling, they had suddenly had to contract quite quick, quickly in terms of the staff that they employ. So we saw firms like um, Bitpanda and Block, BlockFi slashing jobs. And um, one of the most prominent firms to do so was, was Coinbase, uh, which is the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the US. Um, they cut about 1,100 staff or 18% of their workforce in June. So suddenly you've got a very skilled workforce, redundant, looking for new jobs in markets where like blockchain capability can be in very high demand. And of course, this happened in the summer, late summer. And so we thought it was a great opportunity to see, well, where are all these people going? And I'd been speaking to a few fintechs and they said that this is hot, hot talent and basically very attractive, want to hoover them up. And it wasn't just the fintechs. We discovered through our reporting, it was also big tech and the traditional banks. So Wall Street and in the city of London. So why do banks want crypto people or blockchain tech 
stuff? Well, I think the first thing to say about banks is they're very secretive about what they do around crypto. Uh, around many things. Around, around many things, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is like a very contentious subject for them a lot of the time. Someone, someone senior said to me the other day, the first thing about banks and crypto, the first rule is you don't talk about crypto. Okay, now we have to have a Fight Club moment <laughs> in the background going on. Some is, audio about Fight Club. Do not talk about Fight Club. Um, but they are, yeah, they are expanding their capabilities in this area. Uh, to some degree, that seems to be to do with crypto trading. Um, a lot of it also appears to be more interested in the technology underneath in the blockchain uh, and what that can do for trading more conventional securities. So we know, for example, that City is exploring how it can use blockchain in the bond settlement process. Um, so these big banks are or have been advertising for key roles around blockchain and crypto in, in recent weeks. So City have been advertising for a director level digital asset risk manager for cryptocurrencies. Goldman Sachs has been looking for vice presidents, um, again, ar around crypto and blockchain. And JP Morgan's asset and wealth management business, which looks after $2.7 trillion worth of assets is looking for, or has been looking at least, for someone to oversee blockchain strategy, including crypto and digital currencies. So those jobs definitely are out there. But having said that, we wrote this story late summer and considering the way the markets are right now, who knows what will happen. But just to add to that, um, we spoke to Thomas Olson, um, who's at Bain & Company, and he was working in blockchain for the last 10 years. And he said something really interesting in that Banks were actually finding it quite difficult. Incumbents were finding it a bit tough to get some of this talent in the last six to nine months. So they're very much using the crypto winter as an opportunity to speed up, to get up to speed with um, what was happening in crypto and to skill up and to have some of this talent um, that they didn't have before. All of these developers and folks who are specializing in compliance who also had the crypto um, knowledge as well. So uh, it was a great opportunity. And he said the next six to nine months was very much a time that they wanted to bring these people on board. So a lot of crypto originally, or like the crypto ethos was very much anti-bank, anti-Wall Street, anti-centralization, right? So I wonder, like, how is it to go from that to banks? And will banks really want everyone there, right? Like, I think we spoke to someone who said, oh, we don't really want them if they were like going after us before, like... I think there has been like a bit of smirking at the top levels of some banks. Uh, the fact that these people who have been sneering at the traditional banking sector for years and thinking they were above it all are suddenly completely on the rocks. Uh, one banking executive said to me, you know, we're watching with interest and we will hire some of them, but we certainly won't be paying the premium of the month that we would have had to in years gone by. And I think there, you know, the culture of crypto and the culture of Wall Street banking are very different. Uh, so like, obviously conventional banking is like much more tightly regulated. Compliance is a much more um, important area than it is for than it has been traditionally for crypto firms. So banks risk will be, management as well. Yeah, risk management and banks will be expecting people joining from crypto firms to show that they understand how to how to perform in you know a tough regulatory environment. But of course. A lot of these roles, I mean, there's a bit of a revolving door within these different sectors. A lot of folks who have gone into banking right now 
or had come from crypto, perhaps were in banking before that, would have been at startups before even that. Um, they're obviously you know, high, highly talented people with lots of skill sets, being in both incumbents and then also fast growing startups. So I think for a lot of banks, they're also the sort of skill set they're bringing and the fact that they are very much um, fast learners and can adapt very quickly is also an attractive process, even if they don't have all the skill sets to begin with. So you also spoke to fintech firms, right, that were hiring. I think you had another story earlier this year about Revolut. Um, for sort of U.S. listeners, it's it's a big, it's available in the U.S., but it's more popular in the U.K. It's sort of a, a payments company. It was a payments company originally, right? It became famous because it'll let you pay in different currencies in different countries. And they have a big crypto business and they're absolutely, hiring still, right? Absolutely. And um, we reported on how they had won their U.K. Um, registration for their crypto asset business, which was a massive win for them. And in terms of expanding in the UK, it's a huge thing. Earlier in the summer, they told us that they were increasing their crypto headcount by 20% globally. And, and that was mostly in the UK, US and across Europe. They opened a crypto hub in Cyprus. So you can just see by that characterization that there's huge growth in terms of their crypto um, business there. But with other fintechs as well, even if they weren't focusing on crypto, they kind of need that sort of talented pool that we're talking about. Because we're talking about developers, we're talking about um, people, as we said, who have experience in regulation or in fraud. Uh, so there is hot talent out there. So um, some of the other fintech companies that we spoke to was Plaid, Stax, um, also Starling Bank, uh, Block. And they all said that this is hot talent and they encourage uh, people of crypto experience to apply. After the break, we'll hear more from Aisha and Will on why ex-crypto workers are moving from DeFi to TradFi. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common... It's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money 
at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. So what's the reverse angle here? Like what could happen to crypto if banks all of a sudden start becoming super attractive or actually the only place for now where you can work at if you're very good and they'll be able to pay you more because crypto potentially has less money now? Do you think there'll be a potential drain of talent there? Or like, will we see when the money, when Bitcoin, if it goes back up, then they'll be rehired? Like, is it an endless back and forth? I think crypto firms will be very much hoping that they're they're down but not out. No one knows what's going to happen to Bitcoin next. You know, it could go to zero, it could surge. These companies could all be back on their feet, and um, no doubt they'll be they'll be hoping they'll be hoping that that will be the case and that this this is not the end of the industry. When we spoke to Coinbase, they were still very much looking to the future. Um, they said they're they're continuing to hire for mission critical roles, and when we looked at their website, they're still hiring for about sixty positions. Um, when we last looked in, the, in in recent weeks, that's very, very much less, obviously, than the over a thousand that got laid off. They're still ticking along. Um, when we spoke to them, they said, we remain focused on our mission of promoting economic freedom around the world. So they're, that's inspiring, they're, right? It's like, moving. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. What, what's the bank slogan equivalent of that? I don't. I don't yeah, know if they I have it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a different inspirational thing if you're trying to find something that moves you to a job. But yeah, you you mentioned Coinbase. You know, many of these companies have been in crypto for well, Coinbase was like one of the one of the companies that was there from the start. So they are kind of used to this, like having to contract and expand, contract and expand. So it's not really new to them. So they probably already have a playbook of how to like rehire, what to rehire in. They probably, I would imagine many of them might know where they cut first. Is it maybe like customer server, like areas that, you know, are easier to like scale up and down. Whereas perhaps you always need a head of security, like because you'll always have those assets to, yeah. to manage. Yeah, right? and the ones, the roles that Coinbase are trying to fill are very functional, very sort of sensible, grown up kind of roles like business operations and strategy, human resources, recruiting, legal and compliance. Of course, they're like now a listed company, right? Compared <laughs> yes. to the previous. So. Yeah, and yeah. The, these are these are companies, you know, not not Coinbase, but the companies and professionals that are very clever, very skilled, have like often lived on the seat of their pants, flying by the seat of their pants a bit, I think. And they'll <laughs> be, they'll, you know, they're survivors. They know how to adapt. They'll be, they'll be hoping and, and planning on a return, I'm sure. Absolutely. They're, they seem very bullish and that's it. They believe in crypto. They believe, and um, that's why they're there. And they've seen these cycles before. So for a lot of them who have remained, feel like, well, we've been through this already. So why would we leave now? Yeah. And, you know, it's not just, I mean, we're obviously in a crypto winter, but it's definitely not easy times for tech in general and perhaps finance and perhaps in this case, the country at large. So so, so I wonder like, you know, uh, we're talking about crypto, but maybe like they will they will recover faster than a tech firm. Like, you know, you cover like buy now, pay later a lot. So, you know, there's firms there whose valuations have been slashed. So in a sense, I wonder, like, do you see them perhaps rehiring more? Do you see like tech firms? Like what might That's happen? That's such a good question. We just saw Klarna uh, reports that Klarna last week were looking into more cuts, uh, especially of companies dealing with high interest rates uh, who are lending 
we'll have to keep an eye out on that. Um, I think different firms and different sections of fintech will fare better or worse in what we're going into right now, especially if you're a wealth management um, app, maybe you'll do better, right? Um, it's really hard to tell. But again, a lot of these fintechs, they survived a pandemic before that they got through Brexit. They've been in quite a volatile situation for a while and they've been challenging the incumbents for all these years. So I think a lot of them will feel rather bullish and they're like, OK, this is a challenge we can take on. Or they'll tell us that they're feeling rather bullish. <laughs> they'll tell different, us, yeah. absolutely. But the state we're in, I just don't know. Yeah. And we're in a very difficult global economic environment at the moment. And so workers inherently might well feel at this time they'd rather be a well-established firm that they know isn't going to go bust. They'd rather be at a, a Wall Street banker or a, or a hedge fund, for example, and that it's better to be away from the inherent risk that surrounds like crypto companies. But if the economy, if and when the economy gets back on its feet, that, that whole calculation may shift people may feel ready to get stuck back into like riskier roles where they can you know make even more money where the options in a crypto company um, become worth more money if they're being paid in those like things things could shift quite quickly and you mentioned token payments in some cases like the tokens are part of the compensation so in a market that's crashing like you really have to believe in the company and what the value of that company is and perhaps that its token will go up as part of your compensation Aisha spoke to a guy who, who had left Coinbase recently. He was on a great package. He was on about $175,000 plus a generous stock option package. And he said one of the issues was that colleagues where their pay had been converted into crypto started started panicking. And that was a catalyst for them getting out and, and jumping ship. But yeah, if crypto looked like a safe bet again, suddenly these jobs could look really, really appealing. Yeah, and... I've seen a lot of people on Twitter, for example, sharing <laughs> Bitcoin versus the pound, you know, this is the sort of territory <laughs> that we're in at the moment. Um, and yeah, it might sound flippant, but I guess these are calculations that people will be making. Yeah, I don't know what's scary being paid in the in the Bitcoin or being paid in sterling at the moment. <laughs> True. OK, let's go back and start crying all in a corner here in London. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. That was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. You can find more of Will and Aisha's reporting on the Bloomberg Terminal, on Bloomberg.com and on Twitter at Aisha Ghani, at A-I-S-H-A-G-A-N-I and at William Shaw 546. That's at W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-H-A-W 546. I'm Anne Herrera, Bloomberg Senior Crypto Editor. On the next episode of Bloomberg Crypto, if you're an avid follower of whatever the U.S. is up to as it relates to crypto regulation, then you might know it's time to get updates from the White House and other federal agencies on exactly how and what's next should be coming down the pipeline as it relates to crypto regulation. For everyone else, don't worry. This episode will give you the latest. This is Bloomberg Crypto, a daily podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Send us your comments, questions, or suggestions for the show to crypto at Bloomberg.net. Or find us on Twitter, we're at crypto. The supervising producer of Bloomberg Crypto is Vicky Vergolina. Our senior producer is Janet Babin. Our producer is Mohammed Farouk. Associate producer is Moses Andam. Desta Wonderad is our engineer. Original music by Leo Sidron. I'm Stacey Marie Ishmael. We'll be back tomorrow. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.